This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Starfield. Embark on an epic journey through space in the first new universe in over 25 years from Bethesda Game Studios, the award-winning creators of The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, and Fallout 4. In this next-generation role-playing game, you decide who you are and what you will become. The most important story is the one that you tell. Create and customize your own character and become a weathered explorer, a charming diplomat, a stealthy assassin, or something else entirely. Pilot the ship of your dreams with a hand-picked crew as you venture through the settled systems and explore more than 1,000 planets, finding adventure and meeting a memorable cast of characters along the way. Set on a journey through the stars to answer humanity's greatest mystery of all. Starfield is available now on select platforms. For all, into the Starfield. Visit www.starfieldgame.com to learn more and buy now. Rated M for Mature. Keegan. I'm Christina. And Happy it is the new, new year. year. <laughs> yes, Whee! it's the new year. It's 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody had a really relaxing break. I hope mm-hmm. they're enjoying the holiday season. I hope you enjoyed our live show episode that we just put up. Yeah. It's been- <laughs> I mean, that... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that tainted love is going Listen. to live in my brain rent free for the rest of my f- freaking life. I you know, swear to God. Uh, I've I'll had be in a real nursing moments, home still talking about it. I've had real moments where I'm like laying in bed and I'm thinking like, what would I ever do if we were going to do a live show again? Like what, <laughs> what would I do for a tainted love? I can't think of something that's like as bananas <laughs> as that story. Honestly, you've set the bar and it, it's going to be so hard impossible yeah Uh, story is wild yeah truly so if you want to see um the video from that live show or the pictures that we talk about during that live show that will all be up on our patreon for you Mm -hmm. to peruse through so our patrons have access to the video of the show and also the absolutely wild alien paintings. So yeah, um, join us over there. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you my, want to see those, my coworkers that went to the show still still come up to me and talk about that. I still. love it. I'm so glad <laughs> I could bring you and your coworkers together in the weirdest <laughs> way possible the weirdest way (laughs) well i know we talk about this every year and i know cassie you're not one for um new year's resolutions but we do always bring it up every year i think so do we have any goals for 20 if you don't want to call it a resolution just like 2023 goals i i'm keeping it simple this year the i've got a lot of stuff going on this year uh yes I will be getting, getting married married no big later deal on. no big deal mbd <laughs> uh this is the this uh last year 2022 was kind of the year of like finances for me and career it was a very career and finance year this is the year of health mm. for me i'm Love keeping it. i'm not making specific goals 
I just find what I found last year that was so helpful was like, I just kept that idea in the forefront of my mind, like career. And I was able to make a lot of stuff happen by not just making super, super granular, like resolutions. I like that. But just by saying like this year on top of mind for me is health. Well, it's like a mantra. If you just repeat that over and over, like this is important to me and this is something that I want to make a priority. It really does change things. I feel like I started Mm -hmm. doing that this year with my health and it became so much easier because I think Mm -hmm. in years past, I've always thought about like exercise or eating healthy and stuff like that as like a chore, as something I don't want to do. And like really... And that really affects your ability to be able to sustain something whenever you're thinking about it in those terms. So when you can change your relationship with it and you like look forward to like, this is going to make me feel good and I'm doing this for me, that that mind shift really helped too. being like, mm-hmm. this isn't a punishment. This is like mm-hmm. something I'm doing because I love my body and I love myself and I appreciate right. <laughs> myself. That, you know? That's a really good point. Yeah, I, I definitely have that punishment mindset about it this kind of like oh something you have to do it's hard because, yeah yeah it's a chore or whatever mm-hmm. yeah I think for me this year it's I love I love that idea Christina I think that there's so much press pressure we've I've said this every time every year you know I don't like resolutions mm-hmm. because it is that kind of weird don't tell me what to do um <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you yeah. know I like I don't not even myself um but I love the idea of like having something be like a kind of overarching goal and theme. I think that <laughs> the, a theme exactly mm-hmm. and I think that we love a vibe we, we love, love a theme, a theme. <laughs> truly we do we love a theme <laughs> uh yeah I think my theme for this year is just you know still school I'm kind of in that place where I'm like I'm now tr- my going to be starting in a few days going back to ASU like my first spring semester starts on the 9th and so it's just you know getting back in gear uh I got that I got the associates out of the way she done nice um I know it feels so good yeah Yeah. and then so now it's just plugging forward to get finish up my bachelor's and you know just again kind of it's been more of like a personal goal I don't know where it goes School has been a funny thing for me on, on, on many levels of just being like, do I think I'm going to be like some kind of art historian when this is all over with, you know, you know, anthropologist, not necessarily, but I do think that I don't want uh, a degree to be the thing that I didn't, that holds me back anymore. And, and I, I don't know that it has been, I don't know that it's been the thing that's not gotten me jobs before, but I just know I don't want it to ever feel like that's the thing that it is. I do feel like so much of it is mental and that's not to diminish anything or like that's right. not to diminish your goals or what you need or you want. And I'm so proud of you for like moving forward with your goals and doing that. But just for anybody listening, I don't think necessarily that like the degree it, it's it's about more than a degree right for you yeah, it's not just sure. about like the degree it's about That's like exactly a right. mentality that you have around it and something that you want to do specifically for you to make yourself feel a certain way like you know moving yeah. forward and and to have that knowledge and you also are just someone who really loves learning like you just love to learn you know i do yeah, so, yeah for sure i, d- I definitely definitely 
piggyback on that, Keegan, is that like I I definitely don't want to project the fact that like a, a college degree is a certificate of smartness or anything like no. that. Holding you back necessarily. You back. But then right. I also like Cassie and I have talked. You guys, uh, her and I have worked in like service industry jobs where a lot of times we're looked down on uh, or not being seen as not intelligent because of those jobs. And I can definitely like understand Cassie you wanting to hold up this piece of paper and be like, you know, F you. Well, no, like, actually. Yeah. Listen, yeah. 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 You, you don't have to tell me I not only didn't don't have a college degree. I was homeschooled the last several year of my my last several years of high school. So yeah, the way I don't that have a degree, people, the way that people act like if you were homeschooled that you're you you didn't go to school or you're stupid. <laughs> like um, I've had that all my life and like in getting jobs is more difficult because you have to explain um, mm. like, you know, all of that stuff in addition to not having a college degree. So trust me, I know that like this world can make you feel less than um, yeah. for all number of things and school and, and education in quotes, formal education is definitely one of those things, but it's, yeah, it's, not a reflection on yeah. your like truly, Cassie. I always a, I think yeah, you were just as smart before. <laughs> yeah, Car- you have Cassie a certain, was smart before. Yeah, you have you now, have a certain knowledge now. Now I'm dumber, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a certain knowledge now that I think is really cool and really valuable, and I'm so happy you're doing that for yourself. But mm-hmm. I want you to know that to me, you were oh, yeah. you were just as smart. You know, <laughs> like, well, thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. I think that I think that you yeah, you guys make such a great 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 point and i think that it it i mean i think all three of us are very successful people in the careers that we've built for ourselves and we did that without i'm i am just as successful or more if not more successful than almost anybody that i went to high school with Mm -hmm. and and did all of that without a degree so I will 100% say that, you know, in many cases, a degree is a piece of paper. I mean, I'm also not going to school to become like a, you know, biologist or a, you know, right. <laughs> chemical engineer. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand totally. that there's yeah. something that's, you know, but to be fair, you can be absolutely successful if you put your mind to whatever you are interested in. So, yeah, I don't think a degree equates necessarily to success but you're absolutely right about me personally I do enjoy learning mm-hmm. I I've I've enjoyed the journey I think if I didn't I would have stopped probably once I finished my associate's degree and just been like mm, she done right Move I mean on. and, yeah. and you know? finishing is important to you and like you don't have I, I only bring this up because our you know platform we're talking to a lot of people and I want them to understand that like we don't make those yeah. equations but you don't have to um, explain yourself really in terms of what you right. want for yourself and why you want it. Like you yep. want to right. get this degree, you want to complete this thing. And like, I think that's really awesome and admirable that you've been able to balance doing all of that stuff. So that's really cool. Yep. Um, yeah. For me in 2023, <laughs> I think like I, my theme is just going to be listening to myself Cause I feel mm. like I've spent so much time like molding myself around what other people like want or expect from me for my whole mm-hmm. life. And I actually think it's been to my detriment in a lot of cases. And mm-hmm. so I'm really making strides and I'm working on it now <laughs> to get myself into a place where I can be really true to living an authentic life for myself. Um, mm-hmm. 
Excellent. I think that that will make me an all over like better person to be around, like better friend <laughs> and like better for me as well. So that's that's the goal. It's a very loose kind of vague. <laughs> but see mm-hmm. that. No, that's that's really good, though, because so many things can fit into that category. And what I was finding mm-hmm. was when I was making like a list, like, say, health, for instance, I was going about the the New Year's resolutions on being like, okay, number one, exercise more. Number two, eat less, eat better. Uh, Number three, I'm going to only limit my alcohol intake to these days. And so it's like so like regimented. Whereas like if you change or flip your mindset to being more like, I'm just going to keep health top of mind this year. Mm. You actually, you don't feel like you're telling yourself what to do which, mm-hmm. you know, we all kind of have that, like, mm-hmm. uh, resistance. But then it's just, like, y- you don't also feel like you're letting yourself down if you're taking the baby steps into making better choices. Right. Do you know what and, I mean? Yeah, I mean, and there's also been scientific studies i listened to earlier this year which was really helpful for me in like moderating my alcohol intake was this naked mind i think i talked about it on the podcast and i think you've listened to it too christina or read it yep um but they talk about in that uh audiobook she talks about how there have been studies then that like willpower is a finite resource. Like you, so if you are putting like when you're talking about new year's resolutions like if you are putting like so many limitations on yourself and you're saying, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to work out five days a week and also eat only this many calories and only drink on this, these days a week. Like you are almost always going to fall short because your willpower can only focus on so many things at a time. And like you will struggle to do that many things at once, you know? So that is partially why I think New Year's resolutions can fail if you're trying to do too many things at once. We're not wired to make like you, you making a ton of big changes all at once is really hard. Yeah. So yeah. It's 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 all a journey. And like I said, that's what I kept top of mind last year was all about like career. And I was able to do a lot of little things during the year in order to make some big moves and uh, you know little things like teaching myself more about the position that I was in etc etc so that when I add it all up it actually adds up to like a lot of those little goals yeah but I didn't feel under pressure because it was just it was just setting my mindset for the year yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I love it. What a wonderful Mm. conversation to start our year off. Um, Good opener. It also, (laughs) we would be remiss. I feel like at this point, we're just like a um, Nick Cannon reporting podcast. So (laughs) (laughs) one of, one of Nick Cannon's new year's resolution might be, so people wrote an article and I found this interesting and worth bringing up because we've had this conversation every time we're like, Oh, he's having another baby. We're like, how can he possibly be spending because you know they're all in different households so we're like how is he giving enough of himself to all of these kids and it turns out he also feels like he's not giving enough of himself to all of these children so he said in an interview that he feels guilty about not spending enough time with his children like right now he is the father of 11 he has a 12th child on the way 
And he says like, this is my biggest guilt is that like, cause he is still working. It's not like he's like, even he's right. going to have to, right? You know how much child <laughs> right, support please, is? Yes. God damn. He better have a job. Right. But that it's many just like, damn kids to feed. It would be enough if you had 12 kids at home, like all right. in one place, but it's like, you are going to work and your work involves a lot of travel, a lot of being away from your family already. And then in, so in that time when you do have to be with your family, you are making it like how many households you're having to try and yep. get to. And oh so goodness. I just, I thought just that was to build like a complex, like a palace for yeah, a compound. This. Yeah. I, I thought that that was interesting though, that like, this is something we've brought up and I've never heard him talk about it. And it's like, yeah, like at the end of the day, as long as your kids are loved and taken care of, like you do you, but it is worth talk saying that like, you can't possibly like you're spreading yourself very, very thin to try and it make, actually, it, it makes me feel a little bit better that he is acknowledging that. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that he he needs to work on and that is top of mind for him. That is actually, I think, um, good news, you know? Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it seems like he does actually care about it. Whether or not he's actually able to accomplish it is a different conversation, but at least he cares about being a good dad you know right. trying to be a good dad <laughs> yeah but well i think ugh. for 2023 our first fuck mary kill going into the year um <laughs> we did the resolutions i kind of am in a predictions Ooh. kind of mood Ooh. Ooh. So, so maybe think about it and we might have to to cut around it here as we kind of brainstorm on this who do you think is going to be your crush or have be hot okay for 2023 i feel like we did the same thing last year of like who's did we really be, yeah yeah and i love it but i hot. love it i love it too it's a good theme to carry on yeah. um for this year Ooh, ooh, mm. is there someone new who's gonna be the new it our new it guy for this year thinking about like what movies are coming out this year I think I know. Okay. For me. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you know, this is just like a, a broad, broad crush, right? Mm-hmm. I think there is something about Emma Corrin. They played young Diana in the early seasons of oh, the crown. Right. And there is something about their presence, both on the red carpet and when they're doing interviews and stuff like that, that I just really love and they are going to be hot next year i think because like later lady chatterley's lover came out like they're in so many things or they're on yeah. the horizon to be in so many things so i i'm gonna go with them yeah i'm interested to see this lady chatterley's lover me too i'm like interested. because it got it got really it's supposed to be spice exactly yeah. like so <laughs> i want to see it i'm very interested in it there's just something about them that is so like intriguing to me emma corin is intriguing to me i i, I can't mm-hmm. say for sure if they'll be a crush but there's just something about them that is like maybe <laughs> i don't know maybe. that guy is hot too <laughs> jack o'connell oh wait from uh the crown no, from Lady Chatterley's Lover. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. His name's Jack O'Connell. And he's hot. He could be my lover. Call <laughs> me Lady Chatterley. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is hot. Yeah. Mm. Right? I need to think of, of who I, I'm going to bestow my heart upon for 2023. 
who's uh, a new new it celeb who will blow up or maybe make a re a reappearance mm, right a resurgence a renaissance oh, that's true <laughs> a renaissance well you know who is gonna make a renaissance or a resurgence brendan fraser i saw the trailer <gasps> oh, for the whale i'm into it he oh my heart he just looks like he put his heart and soul in that performance truly yeah i have i don't think it's something i want to watch mm. just because it, it looks incredibly sad uh, it's darren aronofsky so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's gonna be so, sad sad and weird yeah. mm-hmm. that's kind of his his go-to yeah. Yeah. yeah you know who i think needs to get bigger than they are i'm going to bestow my my eye on kirby how baptiste oh yes oh my god yes i I love her yes she played death in sandman she was also amazing in the good place and i just feel like any any moment now she can she can break through and well, i want more from her because i just find her incredibly captivating to she's watch she's stunning as well early on she she's her career has already you know kind of moved at a at a very quick pace cuz cassie years ago like pre pandy she was on um daily zeitgeist she was a daily zeitgeist guest and like she's just continued to just climb and climb and climb yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's amazing i yeah. love that yeah good for her yeah she's oh, man, also been in in barry she was in um cruella yeah uh, she's sh- stunning she's, she's been in a lot of stuff she's and got she's, a british accent it's like oh. Mwah. <laughs> yeah i i love watching her so yeah yeah i think that's that's who i'm going to predict will have a great 2023 mm-hmm. i am torn i um what are your options here well i was just going through like movies that have been that are going to be coming out i know that barbie's coming out which mm-hmm. people are like really like kind of talking a lot the about the trailer looks amazing it, I saw it, really it does. does and which kind of makes me kind of look at ryan gosling as an option only because a comeback he's kind of been a quiet uh, a quiet you know i would going consider to have a, a crush crush on him again i'm willing i'm willing to go down the hey girl path again do you remember all the hey girl (laughs) memes i'm i'm ready i'll I'll do it again i'm open to it (laughs) i'm i'm willing to fall again (laughs) i'm doing it fuck it ryan gosling Gosling. Gosling. we're having a resurgence of the goss i love it let's go (laughs) i'm a fan a ryan assance (laughs) yeah a ryan assance that's right that's right so okay ryan gosling who was like everybody's crush in like 2012 jesus like and then then not and then not he has he has been my crush for like a really long time but he got married and just like was like deuces like he didn't do anything for like a a long time you know just being a dad Um, crazy stupid love wasn't that the one he was in yeah but that was back in like 2012 as well like yeah Yeah, that was was such a good movie yeah it was so long ago yeah but yeah yeah like you said forever ago Uh uh-huh yeah okay could be could be a renaissance ryan assance ryan gosling emma corbin and uh kirby howell baptiste i gotta Uh, look up kirby because i i know you just explained but i cannot picture her for some reason she i I would say she uh, she's truly 
stunning to look at. Like, I think that she's she's like stunning. a work of art, you know. OK, this is actually a really nice batch. I love this oh, batch Jesus, of people. Yeah. OK, Emma Corrin. Man, they're so talented, so young. What are they going to be doing like upcoming in 2023? So I know they're Lady Chatterley's Lover. Let me look up because. Looks hot. I'm in. Oh, My Policeman, which is on my list of, that's out already, but that's on my list of books to read. Um, Mm -hmm. Harry Styles is in that. I heard the book is incredible. So uh, that's on my list of books to read next year. So those are kind of the two big ones that are are coming up or out currently. I think, I think I know what I'm going to do. All right. You go first. Okay. I'm going to marry Kirby Howe Baptiste. Yeah. Yeah. She is lively intelligent fun charismatic i mean just like her personality i feel like she can pull me a little bit out of my shell yeah and that she's just outgoing and fun and i feel like she would be a good balance for my serious side yeah um yeah i just i i feel like too like i would feel intellectually stimulated by her Mm -hmm. so she does give that vibe yeah yeah so i'm going i'm going for that as my marriage i am going to ah see but then like who do you fuck Mm -hmm. it's tough (laughs) It, it is tough because i've always felt and the reason why ryan gosling dropped off my list is because it seems like he wouldn't be that fun in the sack. oh god you're like mm, you, you seem boring he does does he <laughs> there now that you say it i never really thought that uh but now that you say that i am a little like yeah but but the vibe is missionary but mm. i have to say this he is a scorpio <gasps> oh so no, he you're, could good. Be, you're good you're good sneaky like uh, like she's a short king though out Christina, he's a short king i don't mind that like five six I, I don't mind a short king that's or fine no with me. no he's not five that, six that <laughs> does change things because oh man yeah he's yeah. a scorpio and emma corin is a capricorn oh yeah okay no, that's that tracks that, i like not- that <laughs> You can't have a Capricorn Capricorn energy. <laughs> no, no, not not in bed. It's it's not anywhere actually. <laughs> that's that's not a that's it's a that's lot not hot. That's wait not wait hot. hold on wait wait or is or are they a Sagittarius? December thirteenth. Oh, that's Sag. Sag. Okay, so they're a Sag. Just kidding. So oh, okay. Emma Corrin is a Sag and uh, Ryan Gosling is no, a Scorpio. I'm, I'm gonna fuck the Scorpio. Yeah, I it, it, I have to say. Pisces and Scorpio get along really well. Like I really love Scorpios. I just do. So I'm like, oh, I love that. <sighs> now I gotta yeah. see what what Kirby Hal Baptiste is. I tried and oh, I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't find her birthday, so I don't know. I think I know what I'm gonna do for sure. Okay, what are you gonna do? I, okay, I think I'm gonna marry fucking Ryan Gosling, and here's why. It's loyal. Be- because well it's because 
I feel like he doesn't take himself. It looks very much like in this Barbie movie, like with him playing Ken, the way he's not taking himself seriously anymore, where I think that that's why I see a Renaissance mm-hmm. because I think that that's kind of who he was. And by taking this role, you're going to, I think we're going to be able to hopefully see him in a different light, uh-huh. you know, where he's yeah. kind of a little bit more like a Channing Tatum type of guy who okay. is like, maybe laughing at himself a little bit and not too serious. I love it. So okay. Yeah. I think that I like that. I like that kind of energy. And I do I think he's loyal. Concerned. It's like he got with Eva Mendez and it was like, we're done. Like we're done. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're still together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wish anyone would do with Eva Mendez. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Truly. God. Honestly. She's beautiful. hundred. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt I, how Baptiste is an Aquarius. Oh, oh ooh, February that's why you want to be with her. Cause she's going to yeah. go down weird pathways with you. You're going to, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like aliens. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she'll be like, let's talk for hours about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Aquarians um, are fun. Aquarians are fun. I think that, oh man, that makes it really difficult. But I think that if I'm just talking just fuck, I think I'm going to do Emma. Yeah. Because fire and fire is going to be a wild night. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a wild night. Yeah. And I guess maybe I just don't know Kirby as well. Well Fucking stunning. Yeah, yeah stunning beautiful. yeah beautiful i feel like emma and you cassie you're gonna have like like you are gonna like do, have drinks and then it's going to like build build cr- increasingly it's gonna get louder and louder like, <laughs> you know because emma is someone who's got like opinions you know when you yeah. watch like uh, oh my God. interviews we're gonna be like, like <gasps> yeah and you love a sag yeah, I do love I a Sag. That- I, I got to be honest, it's it might be the Sag that pushed me. I will tell you, I'm actually concerned now that it would make more sense to marry Kirby and not Ryan Gosling only because of that Scorpio. I mean, like, it's very uh, hit or miss with you with Scorpios in my experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have to. I have to. This is nothing against Scorpio. My very first and best friend in life was. I mean, she still is. <laughs> it's a Scorpio, but e- it's a tough path for me and male Scorpios for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do the right thing for my life. I'm gonna make good decisions. Yeah, 2023. We're making right. good decisions. We're gonna make good decisions. Right. I'm going Kirby. Okay, it's the right oh, decision. I actually yep. love that. Yeah. I think that I like that better. Yeah, I think that Kirby is really going to like, and you know, fire and, and air, she's great together. And I think that she's going to feed you. You know, <laughs> air, yep. air feeds fire. Aquarius, that's right. I yep. this is tough because I think of the three. And, you know, I think that Emma and Ryan are both insanely attractive people. They're like above average attractive, obviously. I think Kirby is actually the best looking of the three of them yeah. to me. Like, I just think that she is so stunning. Yeah. Um, however, I just feel like I have to go with my instincts here. Okay. I am going to marry Ryan Gosling. I think that okay. like... Pisces. Two water signs. No Pisces. decisions will ever be made. <laughs> but Pisces and Scorpio, like we love each other. Like I think that it, you know, and he's loyal. I just, I yeah. like, I just like him. I just think that he seems like. Well, I've always thought he was likable, even when he was at the height of his like super hot hotness, major fame. Everyone has a crush on Ryan Gosling. 
thing, I still he think he remained humble. He remained yeah. pretty down to earth throughout that yeah. to me yeah. from the outside looking in, you know, and I've had a crush on him. I've had a crush on him since <laughs> Remember the Titans. Okay. Wow. Deep cut. When he's doing wow. that, he's like, they're gonna put me in the movies. He's so cute. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna fulfill my childhood dreams and marry Ryan Gosling. I'm gonna fuck Emma Corrin. Like there is just something that I'm like, it is going to be spicy. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that situation is gonna uh, it's gonna escalate. It is gonna get loud. We're gonna have yeah. sh- there's gonna be shots, I feel like, for some reason. Um there's yeah. definitely gonna be shots with the Sagittarius. Of course there are. <laughs> yeah. uh, it goes without question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna it's gonna be one of those things where you wake up the next morning in their bed and you're like, What happened? <laughs> but in a good way not in like a you know like in a good way like in like a whoa that was a wild night kind of way so I um I'm gonna do that and yeah I I love Kirby I want her to be so successful uh, in 2023 absolutely stunningly gorgeous but yeah Mm. nice oh well that's the way to kick off the year yeah (laughs) cheers right yeah well you guys want to take five and then we'll come back with stories sounds good and we're back. All right, Cass, kick us off with stories. Okay. Uh, we got this story to our inbox. All right. So story says, love listening to you all. Back in 2015, I was talking to this guy for about two months. We were not dating more than, we were more like fuck buddies. I'm like, girl, been there, done that. Same thing. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, the number of times I'm just like, oh, I've been dating somebody, but I'm like, what Where I mean you? is we were yeah. fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he invited me over to his house uh, and I went. He said, are you hungry? Want pizza? I was like, yeah. He was like, okay. And then opens the drawer in his nightstand that is full of coins. And he asks me to help him count. I was not about to do all that and offered to just pay with hey, cash. Listen, you should have gotten your ass to a coin star before Thank calling you. me over here. Like you, mm-hmm. why did you not do the prep work on the front end? Oh, look, we, we all go through hard times. I'm listen. not even judging. Like so often people don't use change and I'm like, it is actual money. Like you should use it. But mm-hmm. like, so no judgment that you have a jar of coins, but you have it to do like the work. It sounds like just a drawer of loose change though. Just loose and you know, it's like in a drawer of other shit, right? <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Like, It'll be like a paper clip and like right. fish it out. <laughs> like when you're trying to Condoms. pick up a, have you ever tried to like pick up a quarter and like you just like can't get it? Either? Yes. <laughs> Oh like, my god! Like, what is this sticking to? Ew! <laughs> oh, no. Ew! And she's—I mean, like, legit. She's like, never mind. Like, uh, I'm not going to be yeah, counting no. fucking quarters with you to pay for this. So she's like, I'll just pay with cash. So I gave him the money. We we're talking for a while, and the pizza delivery came. He went to collect the pizza. He came, comes back into the room with two slices of pizza, one for me and one for him, and a cup of juice. A cup he was like, of juice. Thank you. He says, he was like, my stepmom is upstairs and she's sad. So I gave her the rest. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Why didn't you give your stepmom two pieces of pizza? Thank you. And take the rest of the pizza. 
Right. That's not how it works. To us. How like, fucking hungry what? is she if she's sad? And I bought the pizza. I bought Thank the you. pizza. Yeah. Thank so you. That therefore I am entitled to majority of said pizza. Yeah. How about yes. I get to take the pizza home? I get to decide and I would that your stepmom can have a piece or two, but I, I right. get to decide. It's my pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna have you go back, turn around, get back upstairs, and grab me what? that pizza. What? And one one cup of juice. Cup of juice. Are we juice. Eight Thank years you. old. A cup of juice. Are you at your? Is it your babysitter? You actually, gotta stop it. Yeah. No. Oh. With pizza, Ugh. that's so like acidic too. It's like people. Oh God. Do you know what weirds me the out? Heartburn. I'm gonna be honest with you. When people like, drink milk. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is weird. I haven't had a it cup of milk. My grandma used to make us drink milk with same, dinner. I remember same, vividly. And I yep. hate milk. Yeah, it was like spaghetti. Like she'd feed oh, us spaghetti ugh. and then be like, and give us milk to drink and be yeah. like, you have ugh. to. It was those little plastic cups. And she's like, you have to drink mm. your like cup of milk because it's good for your bones was always uh, what they told us. Like, oh, it was ew. not true. Actually, the market, marketing campaign around milk, like when we were little. Does was the body like, good. Yep. It was. So we all had to drink milk for grown. But people that continue, grown ass people. It's that weird. continue to drink just raw dog milk. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it is fucking raw dog some milk. It is so fucking weird. I am with you on that. Like I look to each their own. I'm not trying to be like super judgmental, but I, I, I am. <laughs> if I sat down, yeah. if I was dating someone new and I came to your house and I saw you pour yourself a glass of cold milk and drink it. And you're not eating like hot wings or something like that. <laughs> right. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like really something super spicy that you're like mm, milk just to, you know, to cut douse the douse it. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. What yeah. I mean? But no. Nope, right. Because like, that makes you, sense for that. If you drink milk for enjoyment, I'm like, mm. look, if you do it and you're listening to this podcast and you're feeling very judged, please write in because I yeah. need to know like what what is it and about listen. it? As a former milk lover um, who would literally drink it out of the gallon um, as like a teenager, I mean, as a teenager, I was just like, I don't know why, but I fucking loved milk. And I'm like, it turns out it hates me. So, oh, true. You know. Yeah, you are lactose intolerant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and also, look, we all have our weird things. Cassie yeah. punches apples because she likes a soft apple. So. I can't. We're going to go into 2023 <laughs> with a fresh slate of not without nonsense. We don't need to bring up the apple punch. And There's the soft no reason apples to bring up No Nut November anymore. Okay, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Uh, <laughs> I'm weird. No, we we can bring up uh, puss instead. That's fine. No! <laughs> <laughs> it will never not be funny. I swear never. to God. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Okay. So back to the story. I was upset because I was starving, but I did my best to not seem to be bothered by it. That's such a real, that's a real young 20s <laughs> I vibe right there. I would be so mad too, because you're there's like, so much shame around uh, being mad about food. But like, yeah. I have definitely been mad about food before where I'm like, yep. you can't show them that you're like really pissed off about this thing. You come, ho- silly. you come home and you're so excited to eat that one thing <laughs> and then it's like gone because they've uh, eaten it and you're like... Yuri. I hate your guys. I've right never now. been more upset with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly. Yep. 
the way that we all know that Cassie don't share food in 2023 ain't going to be the year no. for it. No, 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 no different. Way. You don't have no, you. limited willpower. It's not the time to also add on sharing food. You can't do That's it. exactly right. We're not, this isn't the year. That's not on my list of uh, <laughs> things that I'm going to be working on this year. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> we ate and then start, we ate like one, one I'm, piece I'm of pizza. Done. Yeah. <laughs> we ate and then started to get intimate missionary to be specific. Oh, great. During the act, he whispers in my ear, can you lick my asshole? Wait, while you're in missionary? Yes. Oh, God. It's not even convenient. We're not. It's (laughs) not convenient. So, yeah. And I said, no, because I'm not really into the butt stuff at all. I know some people like that, but it's not for me. He said, "Okay." And after two more strokes, he proceeded to turn around and try to stick his ass in my face. Before he got too close, I pushed him away. When I did that, he turned around to face me quickly and come shot out of his dick straight at my eyes. Okay. This is the second week in a row. Yes. You cannot do that. Like you have to give consent to have come in your face. Like you cannot, that's not okay. It's not okay. Also putting your asshole in someone else's face when they told you they're not into it. Also, not That's cool. Like not, not cool, dude. Cool at not cool. All missing my eyes by just a centimeter. If I got, do you know how fucking mad I would be if I got cum I would in my eyes? Furious. So mad. Furious. Especially yeah. un without you have said. First of all, without right. us having set the exactly. like, tone. I, if it's I, an accident and we we agreed upon it, yes, that's one if, thing. If we agreed upon it and it, it accidentally got in there, then like uh, that's I'm not going to be mad about that. Like that was an accident. But like I didn't agree to this, and now it's in my. Now I've got like eye irritation for the next Ew. like 48 hours. No, now you got pink eye. Good for you. No, and you gotta you gotta even when you're going to do it, you have the come on my face face that you, yeah. you put on because right. when exactly that's exactly right, Cassie. <laughs> the, the lips are squeezed tight. And the eyes, eyes are just shut. <laughs> and you tilt up. You tilt and up. You tilt so up. Your eyes are further back, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. We all know. you also don't want it in your hair. You also don't want it in your hair. So you're also like, for me, exactly. I bang. So I'm like, oh, exactly. you got bangs. The head, I'm holding the head your bangs back. back. <laughs> That's the combo. So we've all been there. Okay, great. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. My whole cheek was covered in cum <laughs> all the way up to the corner of my eye. And I just laid there on my back in complete shock. The whole room was silent. What would you ladies do? That's that's the end of it. Yeah. Uh, what oh, would I do? No. Oh, my God. I would first demand a washcloth. <laughs> yeah, a, a clean fresh one. one. Do not pick a up fresh. your shit off the floor. I swear to God. You pick up your lice filled pillowcase off the floor and hand that to me. I'm be so <laughs> mad. <laughs> no, you go to the bathroom where hopefully you have one clean washcloth. Wash. That's I almost really, said wash. It's really wash. asking really a lot. Some people do warm not water have... is what you were about to say. Warm water. In fact, I don't, don't want to go back to some cold ass corner of a fucking wet rag. Yeah, I don't. I don't trust you. Like I'm no. like I. Uh, if you go into your bathroom, please don't just pull like the hand towel or so, like oh, it's God. going on my face. Like, please keep what, in mind. Here's, here's what I would do. 
I'm taking my hand, wiping that shit off, uh, flinging it on you, and then I'm walking the fuck out of your fucking house. That's awesome. That is that's awesome. the Cassie, right? That's the it's, fucking Aries in me who ain't fucking around at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah i mean You're you gross. do definitely get up and leave because yeah like, the date is over like we're done yeah. like that's yeah. it's so disrespectful i feel like to do something like again we just talked about this but it's you have to have communication about that like some people really don't like having come on their face like they d- really don't like it and like they should have the right to be like no thank you <laughs> like please do it somewhere no, thank else you. No, and there's, uh, yeah, you you block that person. They have no respect for you or or your consent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he asked for something, she said no, and then it feels vindictive yes. that he got back at her that way, I which agree. is really yes. a fucking red flag, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Yeah, same. Ugh. Thanks for writing in. Oh my yeah, god. That's, yeah, that's like, like you said, that's two cum shots in a week. Oh, yeah. we're starting to trend here yeah yeah so yeah transparency for the listeners because of the holidays we are recording this episode and then the last not the live show episode but the one we did before that um at the same time so we've had two two listener stories that are non-consent come shot stories and we're not we're we're a big no on that we're a hard pass capital capital letters yeah um okay i have this story um, I think that once you hear it, you'll understand why I enjoy it so much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I was divorced and really not looking for a date. I was too involved in my kids, my job, etc. But one day in the supermarket, a guy asked me what a certain type of vegetable was and how to use it. It was bok choy. We struck up a conversation. Henceforward, he was known to me as bok choy Dave. <laughs> Okay, I, I have to say this. Did you Love ever it. hear in the 90s? I feel like it was a real thing where people would talk about like, if you're single, go to grocery stores. Like yes. that's where you meet people. Yes. Is yes. that for don't, real? Don't talk to yeah. me in the grocery store. I, no. that's, that's how I feel. I'm on a mission. The yeah. last oh. thing I want to do is tell you how to use bok choy. Goblin. No, I'm, I'm not, fucking busy too. I'm just like, I'm here to get shit done and get out yeah. of here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Amen. It's not, I'm not in conversation mode. So yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he was military, divorced, and had custody of a teenage daughter. Yes, I had given him my email, and we had started talking, in quotes, every week or so. I fucking love that she did the email. She's like, hmm, no, not the <laughs> not phone email. number. Like, I don't trust Bok Choy Dan enough to give him my <laughs> phone number. Here's my email address. <laughs> We had a lot in common, teen daughters, financial issues, new to dating, yada, yada. And we started meeting every so often to walk the two-mile pedestrian path across the Hudson River and back. It was a very casual friendship. After a few months of this, I felt comfortable enough with him to extend an invitation to dinner at my house. This is where things got weird. He called to tell me he would be a bit late as he had an important meeting. Okay, no problem. He also mentioned that he was bringing a video for us to watch. Hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. Christ. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Dan. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> red, red flag goes up. He arrives dressed in a suit and tie, video in hand. <laughs> I pour some wine and finish dinner prep. He asks to use the bathroom, so I show him where it is, and he is gone a long time. No. no. 
No. No. He's cleaning his battery. Ladies. No. When he he comes back into the living room, he is soaking wet and holding his sodden shoes and socks in his hands. What? He immediately asks me, why is your shower control set to the on position? I just wanted the bath water, but the shower came on instead and I got wet. Why were you in my bathtub? (laughs) Why were you in my shower? I don't under why. Why would you come at me like I did something wrong? Like something's wrong with my shower in my house. So you you're telling me you wanted just the bath water. You stepped into the tub turned on the water expecting it to just be bath water in your shoes and so- what is going on why, why did you want the bath water in your exactly a million questions I, I don't understand i don't understand so okay i didn't know he was going to take a bath in his clothes while dinner was waiting red flags are now waving so we have dinner and let the jacket tie socks and shoes dry near the warm oven he fortunately kept the rest of his wet garments on. So he literally, like, it came on and he just was, like, in the shower. Why wouldn't you turn it on? I, I have so many questions. How did he so get that million wet? Questions. How did he get that wet? Because, like, if that happened, would you not immediately turn it off? Yep. Right. And it ha- it get- happened to me when we were at a photo shoot one time. I had to step in and you, if you go too far one way, it was the shower. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. And it like immediately turned off. But I, I was a little wet, but I wasn't fucking so. No, you have to be yeah. in it to get that wet. It's, sir, I have a, I have I a number have a of million questions. questions. Yeah. Okay, so we have dinner and we're letting the clothes dry. Um, I put a towel over his seat cushion. Red flags have turned into the Red Sea. Now it's time to watch the video. Oh my God, no. The video is long and it's all about rainbow vacuum cleaners. I'm sorry, what? Is this an MLM? Are you? I'm sorry, is he trying what? to sell her a vacuum cleaner? What? He's trying to sell her a freaking Shut vacuum cleaner. Up. I'm Come so on. fucking confused right now. No, no, no. I, you gotta stop wait, it. Why was he needed? Wait, the water is still a mystery. No idea. Thank but you. like, maybe he's in a suit because like this is a pitch. Yeah, I have a million questions. I hate this. I just started laughing that he yeah. sulked, got his video out and his wet clothes and just left. Why would you think this would have gone well? Like, it, wh- why? I never found out exactly what he was doing in the bathtub, but he obviously did not use the shower curtain. So I had a flood in my bathroom no. to clean up. What in the fuck is happening? You can't he make didn't this even stuff clean up. up his mess. No. Thinking back on this, I can't help but laugh. And so I'm like, there is now another person in the world with a wet guy mystery. Uh, a wet guy mystery. You're absolutely right. Wow. Why God. did he get in the bath? In his I don't know. Clothes? I am so fucking. That, is the, that story. It's going to live with That me. needs to go on Unsolved Mysteries, actually. We need Bobby Stack to weigh in on this I, wet guy mystery. <laughs> Truly. God, so weird. Like, I don't know. I mean, although I feel like I'm pretty non-confrontational, but I really do feel like I wouldn't be able to resist 
asking him like my guy i'm sorry yeah. you why gotta you like my bath why were you in my bathtub maybe he had like, the only thing i could think of was like maybe he noticed he had like something on his shoe or something but then wouldn't you take, take off the your shoe, shoe off use the sink yeah what are you doing i <laughs> don't understand that aspect i cannot come up for a reason of Nothing why makes sense here that and happened. also if i ha- if that happened to me and it was because of my shoe you better believe the first thing i'm saying when i get out there is like oh, i'm so sorry i had something on my shoe and i just i don't wasn't yeah. thinking i like got in the bat like what explain yourself yeah. dan no, he, he yeah. came out, he came out guns blazing yeah, why's your me? shower set this way oh my god that really would have triggered me to probably kick him out of my house i'm like you're yelling at me that's no and then he he left your bathroom like that honestly <laughs> fuck you and then you wanted <laughs> me to buy a vacuum <laughs> after all of that no i mean if it was a shop vac wet maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe that was part of the demonstration yes. we didn't yeah. get to oh, <laughs> oh no he pulls out a shop vac he's like let me show you oh no oh jesus okay <clears throat> driving back after a lovely meal at a chinese restaurant we pulled into a quiet spot on a country lane in aldworth Suddenly, I felt my meal drop from my stomach to bowel in one lurch. Oh, I knew I couldn't hold it. I also couldn't exactly say I needed to find a toilet. So I pretended I'd been bitten on the bottom by a wasp and leapt out of the car, just managing to squat down by the rear bumper. <laughs> He's like, my ass has been bit by a, I have an ass wasp sting. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> if anybody ever said that, I'd be like, what, what are you? Also, how did wasp? it happen? Like, I'm in the car with you. What do you mean? Like, where, where? Where did this wasp come from? How did it get in your pants? Like, I'm so confused. Okay. As Just I really shit. As I relieved myself, I badly attempted to disguise the sound with sudden coughing bouts. Oh, oh my God. no. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear my date asking from inside the car if I was all right whilst I scrambled about for anything I could find to clean myself up with. All oh the time providing a running commentary to my date about my bite and insisting she stay in the car as there were more wasps <laughs> no no ma'am wait, wait no. she's like there's there's so many wasps out here i need you to stay no. in the car <laughs> save yourself and, and the floor is lava do not get out of that car <laughs> eventually satisfied i'd managed to control the situation i stood up pulled up my jeans and sat back in the car immediately that's realizing without a wipe too my you just fucking know it <laughs> what that's without a wipe too you oh just, i mean like what could he have smell. used you're what could smell. he have used like dude we've all been in that situation you know like there's an amount of toilet paper that's necessary to yes. manage oh. a situation of this magnitude like you cannot there's no shaking it's not it on off, the side of the road okay like Ugh. Yeah, no. you can't, shaking it off. You can't use like gravel. No, no <laughs> grass. You can't just gravel. rub your ass grass against grass scoop. like a dog. Yeah, yeah. Like a dog. <laughs> no, uh, you're fucked. You're just totally fucked. Um, 
Eventually, satisfied I'd managed to control the situation, I stood up, pulled up my jeans, and sat back in the car, immediately realizing my nightmare wasn't over and was about to get worse. The back of my jeans were covered, and the smell was unbearable. Right. He just shit on his jeans. Of course he did. (laughs) Of course he did. Of course he did. And now what? God, that wasp bite. Wasp yeah, bite, first it, of it all. Yeah, it smells like shit wasp for some reason. Bite. I don't know. Maybe my body lets out a chemical that smells like shit when I get bit by wasps. Like, what are you going to say? Like, you, it's over. But it's over. It's the, the ruse <laughs> is The jig is up. up. <laughs> you cannot continue it. You've no. got to own it. you got to look her in the eyes mm. and be like, honey, mm-hmm. I shit myself. <laughs> Oops, I crapped my pants. As I sat in horror, my date burst into fits of laughter and jumped out of the car. But her laughter was short-lived. As she made her way round the back of the car to come to my aid, she She stepped right in the middle of it. (laughs) No. No. So she was she was ready to be a good sport about it. She was just like, look, like shit happened literally. Right. (laughs) But then she stepped in it and he says the last line is, We never saw each other again. She was like, I was ready to be a good sport about this, but now I've stepped in shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh no. That's my shoes are ruined. (laughs) Things things to work on for twenty twenty three. Not uh (laughs) you gotta be up front. The body does really fucking weird things. It's gonna do embarrassing things to you at inopportune times. Yeah. And uh it just (laughs) I told you guys did I ever tell you guys the story about how Chris and I so Chris and I we're this is when we back when we lived in Columbus. And um, we went to visit a friend of ours who was in town from L.A. And we went to this restaurant, kind of a cute little restaurant. And I got grits and like something like fish and grits or something or something like that. And it was really delicious. And I didn't think to ask them if it was cream based. Yeah. And all was well until we were on the back road going through a on my way to our small town house in the middle. You know, we're in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking shit my pants. Chris is like so mad. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, why didn't you ask? And then he was like, do you want me to stop? What do you want me to do? And I'm like, no, just go. Go fast. And then I was like, oh, God, I got to go. And he's like, do you want me to stop? And he's like slowing down. I'm like, go, go, go. Yeah. The way that we almost got the, the fight that we almost had about me. <laughs> Like you having to get to a bathroom. It's not I your sh- fault. Like I know. Look, like but I, I should have asked, and I don't know why I didn't think about it. But I mean, you know what? He, but it was just like that. That's something that could happen to anyone, even if you know, even if it's something you've had before. Like sometimes emergencies happen. Like, and you're Oof. like, oh my god. Like I understand. I did completely. make it home, by the way. Oh, good. But Thank God. His him being like, don't come out here. There's wasps. It's just so funny. Like it's just don't come out it's here. Wasps. There's there's wasps. They're everywhere. Wasps everywhere. And it's like, then why are you out there? Like, you know, like what? You're taking care of your wasp bite and you're like, like don't Tommy come out Boy. here. There's wasps. I think it's the one thing that I I might be not the most proud of myself for, but like as an adult and at like as far back as I can remember, I've never shit my pants. I haven't Thank either. You. Same. I have not yeah. either. Knock on I wood. Feel really, I feel really good about it. I there's still a lot of life left for me to live. A lot of opportunities, but like plenty of opportunities. I but have, 
I feel pretty pretty proud of myself. Me too. And listen, there Same. have been some close calls. Mm-hmm. As as there Cassie ha- just demonstrated, but it's never <laughs> happened. I've always been able to keep my shit together, literally, literally. until I've gotten to an appropriate <laughs> place. <laughs> I've peed, I have peed my pants. I have peed oh, myself as have an adult. Too. I haven't. Not- I haven't peed myself. Usually, so. it's because I was laughing too hard or coughing. That's a good one because I've had children now. So after you've mm-hmm. given birth apparently those facilities aren't as good as they used to be mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i definitely have coughed and uh, oh if i've if i get sick which is why i fucking hate getting sick and when you throw my up my body oh my yeah. body is like a lurch and it like just like it seizes the whole insides of me and yeah definitely i've thrown awful. up many places like yeah. throwing up is like but have you peed while you were throwing up <laughs> i have not no <laughs> no not to i have brag, not. but uh, <laughs> this is an awful episode already it's fine <laughs> the people the people know us by this point they get oh, it i hope so true hopefully this isn't your first episode <laughs> yeah they're like 2023 my new year's resolution is to listen to my worst date and then they're like oh no uh, no, no oh, starting now <laughs> <laughs> shit and come on the face no thank you <laughs> things to work on for 2023 <laughs> oh well, you guys want to take five and we'll come back with the tainted love yeah sounds good oh and we're back hi everybody i got your tainted love to this with this week to this blah, blah, day blah. <laughs> the, this this day this this fine this fine first day of <laughs> the new year i don't know what's anyway anyway (laughs) (laughs) all right so let me tell you a little story i found a lot of this new on uh, a couple actual episodes one was killer couples one was uh they had the same story on a cnn show called sex and murder and then of course uh numerous articles which again will all be in our show notes um this story it starts out sunday sunday evening on may 16th 2010 in Newport, Ritchie, Florida, Vincent Rella arrives at his cousin, uh, tattoo artist and repo man, Dennis Abrahamson, also known as Scooter. Uh, he had not been answering his phone, and this is not this is not very common for Dennis. This is or Scooter. He's you know somebody that you can get a hold of. He's pretty reliable. Never never does he not answer the phone, especially when his cousin Vincent calls him. So he goes you know, goats the, gets the house, you know, is kind of looking around. He's looking through the peeking through the windows, not seeing anything. He goes around to the back and he notices that his hot tub is like heated and on, um, not like bubbling on, but like heated, which is not usual. And then the cover is off. So he's like, it's really weird. So he goes and he looks in the back, back door and he sees, it looks like scooters sleeping on his he has a massage table in his living room mm. and it looks like he's sleeping on it. And then he goes in and he realizes dude's not sleeping. Mm-hmm. He has been, there's blood everywhere. And so he calls 911 right away and he's like, my cousin's been murdered. I'm at his house. Please send help. The police show up, detectives arrive uh, and they, you know, they're searching around They're They're like this guy. One of the detectives was like, this is, 10,000 cases he said he's like this is one of the most brutal crime scenes he's ever seen and in this area specifically they don't really have this you know in the this kind of neighborhood or whatever it's it's not common to have this kind of crime and especially something this 
like awful. Like this Mm -hmm. was, they had found that he'd been bludgeoned in the back of the head and they'd had multiple stab wounds. And so they were like, this is just, this is, you know, an insane scene. So they're looking around and in a hamper nearby, there's this kind of small blue hamper. They find a small bloody sledgehammer and two knives. So the murder weapons are like right there near right. the body yeah i mean they're just like what is going on this is so bizarre so they're like also you know right away they noticed that he has cash about six thousand dollars cash missing um a best buy credit card had been stolen he had a digital like camera as well as a digital video camera um some pills and computers so things were missing like there was a lot of his like stuff missing you know, so they're like, what well, could be a burglar? It could be, you know, a n- numerous things, you know, and mm-hmm. Vincent was like, you know, he's a he's a tattoo artist, you know, which is fine. But it's the repo man job that does tend to cause people to have enemies, you know, and, you know, so he's like, maybe maybe it was one of, you know, one of his repo jobs led to this, you know, nobody really knows. And he's not, hasn't been dating anybody. And the neighbors all said that it was very common that he was known to have dancers, masseuses, sex workers over on occasion. And some of these people he'd end up meeting on Craigslist. So, you know, he did have a bit of riffraff in and out of his house or, or, you know, whatever, but yeah, Craigslist is a bit of a um, that's exactly right. Toss up I in terms of meeting as people, as sex workers, right? Right, yeah, but it's just like you don't know what you're getting on Craigslist. Exactly. That's always kind of the thing. It's like meeting people on Craigslist, regardless of what it's for. Yeah. If you're meeting somebody on Craigslist to buy a nightstand, it's like it exactly. could be a creep. Like you don't a oh, hundred. Oh my gosh, Craigslist is is yeah, it mm. is. Uh, it is a cesspool. And so, but the neighbors, like, honestly, it, the fact that they, the way they said the neighbors were like, just kind of used to him having, you know, people over all the time, they seemed un, unplussed about it. It just kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm bothered. That's yeah. Dennis. That's yeah. Scooter. That's who he is. He mm-hmm. just, you know, that's our man. He'll have, yeah. He'll have people over and he'll party. He's a big party or loves to party. A couple that he had been with that night actually had reached out to the police and were like, hey, we actually were with scooter that evening we were there partying with him you know we were had been at the strip club the brass flamingo that evening we'd been you know hanging out he and these this couple and they were like why don't we go back to your place and they were like that's very usual to you know extend the party back to his Mm -hmm. place yeah sex parties were just kind of a common thing so he reached out to this person that he'd been kind of talking to through uh craigslist and uh they, they did. They headed back to his place and they were going to meet up with this girl. This girl wasn't just anybody, though. She was an adult film star named Sunny Day. So they were really <laughs> stoked to get back to the house and hang out with this adult film star because, you know, they'd all had these, you know, these sex parties before. But this was kind of seemed like a little bit of a special. Well, occasion. yeah, it's a, you got a special guest star. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sunny Day. So. Yeah. So they, uh, they 7-Eleven records them, you know, as the couple had said, they'd stopped at the 7-Eleven um, around 2 a.m. grabbing some, you know, beer and smokes and saw the, the three of them heading out on their motorcycles back toward his house. So everything kind of lined up with what they were talking about. The couple admits that, you know, during the sex party, they were in the hot tub. They all seemed to be having a good time, but it did seem weird because uh, the whole time, she seemed to be a little preoccupied with her BlackBerry and she'd been kind of texting like throughout the whole thing, which not good etiquette for a sex party. No. I'm certain. No, especially no. when you're the guest of honor. 
I uh, yeah right yeah. you know you're like the big attraction of the night and you're like just you know over texting on your blackberry and um so but they said eventually they did it started to wind down and uh they ended up leaving around 5 30 a.m and Sonny had said you know i'm gonna go ahead and give him a massage and you know see you guys later kind of basically right and that was the last they saw of him so now police are are kind of you know concerned because they're like who who is this sunny day <laughs> well let me tell you and a so, little bit <laughs> so they put her name into the computer do do some research (laughs) it's research guys it's research don't worry about it exactly (laughs) so sunny day was born amanda and she was from leesburg virginia she had gotten pregnant in high school and had dropped out not long after finding out she was pregnant and having her baby so she didn't finish high school and then not long after that by the age of 19 her mom had died so she really it was like Boom, boom, boom. Like yeah. bummer after fucking bummer. Like just just things weren't going her way. And so she got caught up in drugs to escape and got tied up with this abusive boyfriend for a while. And really just everything was just on a downhill slope for her. Um, it's then that a local cop kind of took interest in her. And after finally multiple police reports was like, you know, sat down with her and was like, look, you could do so much better than this guy. You know, this guy is trapping you in a shit situation and you can do better than that. And, you know, she did. She ended up dating that cop and they ended up a year later marrying that cop his name was Lamont Logue Lamont Logue was like I said worked for a local uh, local police department um she like they met and she was like changed her life she's like she's got a daughter you know he's taking care of them but also too she starts to get a job she gets a job at a local dealership she's making her own money they're you know they have a family now and they're really you know in love and very happy you know little family doing their little family things going to church and being happy and whatnot but Lamont asks her he's like what would your dream what was your dream job growing up you know like one of those conversations you have with your partner sometimes like mm-hmm. what was your if you had a dream what was your job like where would you be what would you be doing and she was like I would have loved to be a model and he was like you know what let's do a photo shoot it'd be fun you know I'll pay for you to get a photo shoot you know and you know if something happens it happens and if not no big deal and Amanda Logue, she did. She was like, it turned out that the camera really loved her and she took some fun shots, ended up on a couple like, you know, flyers and things like that. And she was starting to make some decent cash and, you know, was was doing these odd jobs here and there. And her modeling like kind of took over, almost became like a career because she ended up making more money than she was making at her like quote day job at the dealership so she was booking a lot more gigs and so she was able to quit her job at the dealership and just make money doing these modeling gigs you know locally and you know after a little bit she did start doing like a few more risque type shoots and you know like some bondage shots and you know stuff that just girl secure your bag get that money (laughs) yeah and um That was working out really well from them for them. But around a year later, Luan has uh, is injured pretty badly in a car accident and that takes him off the job. So they start to have some money troubles and he's not able to, you know, really contribute that much because he's not being paid because he's not able to work. But he's also not quite 
getting disability yet because this all just happened. And she's like, you know what? Not a big deal. Somebody asked me, they'd seen my picture and they wanted to know if I'd be interested in doing some film. And I don't, I don't mind that, you know, it's, if it's going to be money, who cares? You know, I'm in love with you. This is not a thing. It's just a job. It's just to make some cash. Right. And so she does, she takes this kind of modeling career and turns it into an acting career as an adult adult film star. And she's making money Mm -hmm. hand over fist as it were, you know, she's making, she's like, I started out with woman on woman, but then when I started doing women on men, like I was making a lot more money. So she was like just raking in the cash and she was really supporting the family with this job. So, and, and honestly, for the most part, it seems like Lamont didn't really seem to be upset about it. Like he, he didn't love it, but he, he mostly just didn't love it because he felt like bad that she had to do it at all. Like he wasn't contributing on his mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't about like the sex work problem for him. It was more of a, like, I'm not contributing as much as I would like to in mm-hmm. this relationship, Yeah, which is really a healthy attitude toward it. If, if you're happy, if you're okay with your person and you have an open relationship in that way, then yeah. Yeah. yeah good for you. One of the jobs that she took was a week long shoot in New York. And this is where she met a co-star named Addison. Uh, his real name was Jason Andrews. She said this was the first time and she'd been doing, she'd done multiple adult films, but she's like, this is the time though. Like there was chemistry and she was like, it was mm. so palpable. Like everybody in the room was like, we need to make a special scene with you guys. Like literally they, they were sharing like this. They even shared a bedroom the whole week and like it turned into kind of like a week long affair. Oh and, wow. Yeah. And she was really into him. They, like I said, they had this instant chemistry and it was just sexual chemistry. They were super passionate and just instantly clicked. And one of the things that she was really enamored with was his British accent. And I'm like, girl, well, Same. yeah, we can relate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Relatable content. I'm like, say no more. Uh, Should have led with that. Um, but Jason Andrews told Amanda that he had been, he was living in Chicago at the time, but he was born in Britain, had lived in Israel. And he'd also made a name for himself as a DJ. So he had a pretty popular DJ account that people followed. I mean, he was a pretty doing okay on Twitter and things like that. So um, again, assume he's a DJ with a British accent. I'm certain he's doing just, just fine, fine. Mm-hmm. yeah just fine yeah dj's also like club promoters also <laughs> <laughs> you know like mm, we're suspicious <laughs> yeah just go in yeah. go in with caution you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it's not like they met in the most um they met in a in a way that was like very unique right it's right. not like they met a club and and the chemistry that they have you know that's something that was instant and they soon kind of started like i said this off-screen affair that week but after they came home they did continue to stay in contact but it was mostly you know digital contact they she lived in leesburg and he lived all the way in chicago so they just kind of stayed in contact on you know computer email texting this is like the early mid 2000s so, i figured because you know, she had a blackberry so i was like mm-hmm. this girl <laughs> this was a while the ago. blackberry nostalgia i yeah. was like oh what man, an era my blackberry mm-hmm. oh i loved my the blackberry, blackberry the sidekick play. the razor like those yep. were the big three i feel like it was the big three you get you nailed them mm-hmm. um i had all of them for sure anyway so uh they then get cast together again and you know for another filming and her husband does start to get become suspicious Lamont had also started to finally get his disability checks and was like hey Amanda you know 
there's you no reason for you to continue. You don't have to do this anymore. You don't have to do right. if you don't want to. Because she had recently also said to him, like, you know what? I don't really love doing this anymore. And he was like, you know, as soon as I can start making money, then you can get out. Right. Yeah. Not, I mean, if you don't want to do it, quit today and go wait tables. You That's know what I mean? That's kind of how I feel too. I'm just like, yeah. I, I understand the fear. You have a family and like the fear around losing that income. But that's exactly right. Like, if you don't want to do this anymore, we'll figure it out. Like, you can yeah. just stop right now. Like, you don't need to be like, oh, well, let me get this, my ducks in a row first. Yeah. It's like, just, just quit. You're not checking in to, you know, the shitty office job and just clicking off some keys every day. This is like that. The sex work is takes a, a large toll on your body. Yeah. It takes it's a hard large work. toll on your. Yeah. It's hard work. Yeah. And, you know, if, if, you're not, if you're done, you're done. As a, as a spouse, you know, it's one thing like, you know, that your, your partner has like a work wife or a work husband or whatever. Not every job means they're going to be fucking. Right. That's right. That is true. You know, they better not be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's gotta be like, that's gotta be hard when you're like, you, cause we're all going to get along with people in a, in a different way. And you do have like chemistry or camaraderie. With For different sure. people. And but yeah, not every not job gives you the opportunity where you get to You be fucking them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I would be I would be a little bit jealous. I'll just say that. Yeah. I think there'd be it'd be hard not to be. It was mm -hmm. honestly though at this point it was just too late. She'd already fallen for Jason and she was ready to she's like, I want to start a new life with this guy. One day in Lamont came home and found Jason was helping Amanda pack all of her belongings and move out of the house. Here's the thing, I which have a real issue with with that. Like with stuff like that, because I do think like you have one life if you want to make a change in your life then make a change in your life like that's I'm not going to sit here in judgment of somebody wanting to choose a different path or make a change but right. you don't have to you can minimize the damage you're doing to other people in Absolutely. the process and like yeah inviting the person that you're leaving your husband for into that's your home to help you pack up your stuff so that he can come home and find like that's how he finds out that's just yeah. it's so careless that's, with someone yeah. else's like feelings and, and stuff yeah lamont agrees with you he was very yeah, upset it I led bet. to a huge disagreement um and an aggressive argument in their front lawn in which lamont draws a gun on jason and so lamont's friend who was with him calls the police and is like are like hey this guy you know the police come Jason is arrested, which is fucking That's wild strange. because he's well, not yeah. the one who had the gun. What state are um, they but in? It's not because it's in his house. But I mean, he was invited in by somebody who lives in that house. So, yeah, I don't know. Also, too, Lamont was an ex-cop. So I'm pretty certain oh. that there's some favoritism happening right. on this. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that didn't stop Amanda, though. So Jason, he was arrested. He ended up being banned from the county. Amanda was like, I don't give a shit. I'm still leaving with from him. From the county? He got yeah, banned from the he, county. He didn't, he didn't do anything wrong from what it Nothing. sounds like, except for, no. like, you know, help this fuck, chick Fuck move. a cop's wife? Yeah. Like, inconsiderate, certainly, but not... Sure. It's not criminal. Are yeah, you kidding thank me? thank you. Yeah. Not nothing. I was like, wow, that sounds like that sounds Pretty like a cop up. was involved. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. 
anyway, like I said, that didn't stop Amanda. She was like determined to be with him. And so she grabbed her daughter and dropped her off with her dad and left for Florida to be with Jason. That sucks, too, because if they've been together for a while and Lamond was being like a stepdad to her daughter, that's just that's yeah, yeah. this is this is sucky. Sucky, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's just sure. un, it's unkind because, again, yeah. like life is complicated. I'm not going to pass judgment on whether or not someone has to stay in a marriage or in a relationship or in any situation. But like the way that just sounds like she didn't go about it in a way that was very considerate. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah. It, definitely not. Amanda and Jason and end up in Tampa and this is where the, you know, they kind of, it's where they land and they start making money, move, doing movies together um, at a studio there in Tampa. Amanda also starts to make some additional money by doing side gigs like exotic massages or erotic massages. The great chemistry and passion, but drug fueled conversations led to discussions from Jason who revealed that he was interested in harming others. Amanda from her conversations from her interview said basically she thought this was kind of like oh when they'd done fetish before and kind of like just dirty talk and but on may 18th their fun had run out though the two had been picked up and uh arrested for shoplifting uh so they were out this is may 18th they've been shoplifting detectives working the case for the david dennis abrahamson murder had linked the number that was contacting Dennis Abrahamson that night to Jason Andrews. So they quickly were already kind of linking these two, this right. couple mm-hmm. to this, this murder. The The fact that they were in a different County, this is in Pinellas County. When they, when the kind of radar went out, they're looking for this Jason Andrews guy, Pinellas County called them and were like, Hey, I have these two people in jail. This is who you're looking for. So they run out to the, the County jail they're talking to them. Amanda immediately she admits that she was there. She is Sunny Day. She was at Abrahamson's house that evening. She was there for the sex party. She said she gave him a massage and that he fell asleep and she left just before dawn. Jason tells investigators that he was born in Germany, but he has a British accent. But the police know right away from his background check that he was born in fucking Kansas. He's a U.S. citizen. Stop and it. And had been served in the fucking <laughs> oh, Marines. Cassie, he was faking a British accent this whole time. This whole time. That is a level of confidence. <laughs> the big balls on him. Like, the amount of confidence it has to take to maintain a British uh, accent. Wow. <laughs> So That's... he'd been fucking lying. First of all, he'd been lying to Amanda. He'd been lying to everybody, but he'd been lying to Amanda about being whoever he was. Everything he told her was like a fucking lie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, otherwise, and he's like trying to tell the cops, oh, yes, uh, I'm Jason. I was born in uh, Germany. Germany, but I have oh a British accent. Oh, my God. Top They're of like, the morning um, to you. Cheers, governor. What if that's I'm what British. he sounded like? In it, in it. I hope it was. In it. Oh, no. What if? What? They're like, dude, you're from Kansas. We looked at your, we yeah, did a background look, check. It's you not fucking that hard nuts. to figure out. We're the police. Yeah. You were in what? the Marines, you fucking moron. You idiot. And you're using your fucking name, you numbskull. God, wow. why are criminals so stupid? So stupid. Like, 
Otherwise, though, as far as the interview goes, his story was the same as hers. And he was like, you know, yeah, she was there. (laughs) She gave him a massage and she said that he fell asleep and they left. They both denied any connection and were released on bail because there was no real connection at this point. They hadn't gotten much, you know, from from the crime scene finalized yet. So they're just like, you know, kind of all shoulders at this point. They really can't arrest them because they don't have anything to truly hold them on. So both denied, like I said, any connection. And they but they did take the couple's um, explorer that they had to be searched and in the explorer they found their blackberries (laughs) and the sim cards had been removed as well as the batteries and they and at this point they were like well maybe there's a little hope that once we get these back up and running that maybe there's you know some retrievable evidence on these phones yeah i'm gonna tell you right now these two people are not smart enough to get away with this crime like you can tell just looking at it immediately you're like they These left two. the hamper with all the fucking murder weapons in it. Well, and also, I'm like, I'm pretty sure if they had pursued a search warrant for the place that they were staying, they would have found the missing stuff from Dude Face's house. I mean, truly that. Um, I mean, and at to that point, they, you know, while they're still gathering evidence, they do want to speak and want to interview Amanda again. And they track down the hotel that they had listed as their address. And they had just left. Just checked out, guys. So sorry. You just missed him. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only just that, Amanda had contacted her husband, Lamont, and said that she'd made a horrible mistake. Uh-huh. And she wants to come home. Uh-huh. I bet she did. She's like, um, actually. <laughs> and guess what Lamont said? No. Nah. Go like, fuck yourself. <laughs> he's like, I'll be right there. And drove five hours down oh. to pick her up. Yep. Got that magic pussy, I guess. Uh, he drove five hours to pick her up and then ring her home. Love is a hell of a drug. They, I mean, I, yeah. I feel like we haven't said it frequently enough during this tainted love segment. I know that's kind of the theme of tainted love, but that's the truth of it is like mm-hmm. love is a like mysterious and powerful force because yep. for mm-hmm. some, because that's what I mean, people do that. Like people can hurt you really badly, but if you love them enough, it doesn't matter. Like doesn't matter. Yeah. It just doesn't. There's so much forgivable that you do. Forgiving and mm-hmm. he, he can be better. It's fine. I love him. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. So I remember ho- those days. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. At home, she confessed to him that she had witnessed a murder. And investigators from Florida are, did arrive eventually and asked to speak to Amanda. And Lamont convinced her to tell them what had happened. What happened, she said, was she told them that Jason, during their short relationship, had been abusive and had forced her to do things that she didn't want to do, but the murder was a wake-up call. She had said that the whole time Jason had been waiting for her in his car out front during the massage, he came in with a sledgehammer and started bashing him in the head. She said that there was nothing he could do, or she could do, and he had grabbed the knives from the kitchen after afterwards and started stabbing him and threatened to do the same to her if she'd ever told she said that she was so desperate to get away that she deliberately and blatantly shoplift so that they would get arrested so that she could get away from him mm, okay mm-hmm. so it was it's funny because in the video that they show of her like it does look like she's blatantly kind of like hi look at these things that i'm taking these pair of shorts i'm gonna Put okay. them right here in my hand and put them in this bag. So it does. There is a little bit that kind of you're like, okay, well, maybe that did happen. Right. So 
however, in the meantime, they're on their way back again. They're, they're heading back to Florida because they're like, huh, that's interesting. You know, so that's an interesting side of the story. Let's find out what Jason has to say. But they're not far, far away when they get a call that the phones that they had found in the car had all the messages between Jason and Amanda. And there was no longer any doubt that she was just as much involved as Jason. Some of the actual text messages that they showed, it's like her while she's, you know, in the sex party, basically banging this guy and, you know, whatever, fucking around with these people. She's texting him like, I can't wait for you to do this. It's so dangerous, basically. And she's like, I can't wait to fuck you when we're done with this. And once we kill him, like it's. Oh, Why do awful. people put this shit into text message? I'll never know. Like, yeah. Don't write it down. Don't leave a paper trail. Honestly. I mean, or do because I'm glad that you're getting caught. Well, exactly. But, yeah. you know, like, but what are you doing? We all know that. Like, that's like business 101. You know, if, if somebody is like, I'm going to call you really, if like they're trying to get away with something and they're like, I'll call you on the phone. You're like, no, you can send me an email because you need a paper trail. <laughs> like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And or if they don't, you're like, just to follow up. Yeah, email. exactly. You always you always <laughs> per you your know. per our phone call. Uh-huh. <laughs> Put it in writing. So when they get back to Florida, though, they they are like, we need to find Jason. They got a tip that he was in Fort Lauderdale, like hadn't was staying with people he had knew from the industry. So they get to Fort Lauderdale and they had just missed him. So a manhunt ensues. They put out like, you know, all points boilers in, right? And after, you know, not long after that, they get a call from a woman in Chattanooga who had contacted the police because she had Googled her new boyfriend and found that he was wanted for murder. (laughs) Oh, chills. Within hours, he was in custody. She called and she was like, hi. So it turns out I'm dating this motherfucker creep um and he keeps uh, talking to me him. in a fake british accent yeah it keeps slipping <laughs> it it's so really hot. weird <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah within hours he was in custody because she gave him them all the dirt they were like he works here this time you can get him this time and and they did they got him right away nice um as soon as they got him into the custody they interviewed him and he confessed immediately he confessed that he went in He confessed that he swung the hammer a dozen times and then went back at Scooter with the knife. He took the blame for everything and said what he had done. And he was the one who'd committed the crime. He said Amanda had set the whole thing up beforehand because she had known him and knowing that he had a whole stash of shit that they wanted to get their hands on. But he really believed in the end that it was more about the thrill of the murder. He said that... He said that when he was in there, he was like, I told her I was going to do this. He was like my second guessing myself. He's like, but I told her that I would do this and I can't be a pussy. So I have to follow through. And I'm just like, you can be a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. You can be a pussy. I just never understand the desire for people to hurt each other like that. Like, I don't, I, the appeal of it is is I, I don't get that at all. Like that this is something that someone could actually like want to do or find thrilling or or whatever is to me just so foreign you're taking a person's life i couldn't i mean the only way i could ever take a person's life is if it was like an extreme situation right like if like your life is being threatened or your loved one's life is being threatened like something like that and even then you think i'm not going to spend the rest of my life like oh dealing with the trauma of that like the idea and we talk about it on this podcast often because it's it happens often like 
where people hurt each other on purpose just because they want to is so like I know all three of us have like really strong people pleaser (laughs) tendencies so like yeah even the mm-hmm. idea of hurting someone's feelings is sometimes oh my God. too oh, much yeah. for us. That stuff Let keeps us up, up at night. night. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I accidentally so. stepped on Matilda's leg the other oh. day. And I, the way I was like repenting for it <laughs> for the next like 12 hours, I was just like, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. Are you okay? And like that obviously wasn't even on purpose. Are you kidding me? And she's like, she's okay. like, I'll consider forgiving you. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He um, he said, though, to the police as well, he was like, she had enjoyed the murder and had indeed gone back to their hotel room that night and had sex. And that she had been texting him the whole time while she was sleeping with the victim. Jason mm-hmm. pled guilty uh, to the crime and is serving life without parole. Amanda also pled guilty, but to second degree murder because technically she didn't necessarily have her hands in it. Mm. questionable but she did receive 40 years Lamont for his part is gonna stand by his woman and is going to wait until she gets released because he is in love with his wife and is standing by her side and that is the fucking awful story of the murder of Dennis Abrahamson terrible yeah wow scooter wow Cass that's one I hadn't heard yeah me either Wild, I right? always think murders by bludgeoning are some of just Ooh. the worst. I'm just uh. like the, we, I mean, what we just talked about, like I can't see myself killing anyone at all, but the idea of like a hammer, that's horrible, horrifying. Mm. Truly. And for, for no reason, like n- none no, at no. all. Like a lot no. of our tainted loves, there's like, you know, like a jealousy component or a monetary no, component. A, a but power. this was just, yeah, this was a thrill kill. This, yeah. This was a hundred percent a thrill kill, which also just the police were like, honestly, like Jason was so unremorseful about the, the thing. It just kind of like, almost just kind of like, yeah, that's what happened. And kind of just told the story as like, yep, this is like ABC what happened like it just felt like this is a dangerous dangerous human being you know what i mean like this is yeah wow wow well what are you you guys watching this week uh i have been re-watching the (laughs) x-files from the beginning i started the x-files over from the beginning uh it's been a long time i actually don't think i've ever seen every single episode yeah um but it's been a long time since I've even watched the X-Files at all. And I love it. Like, listen, it's so fun. Like in that first episode where Scully and Mulder meet for the first time, it's mm-hmm. so great. Like, I, I'm just really enjoying it. And yeah, some, it was back in the olden days of television, whenever like <laughs> you would have 23 episodes a season. So some episodes are stronger than other episodes, but right. there are some that are just like iconic x-files episodes that i've just really been in enjoying and jillian anderson is just mm, i love I, her so much i love her she's like my number one uh what in my top five crushes yeah she's yeah yeah phenomenal she's gotten hotter with age too. oh yeah oh, i mean fine wine. has 
always yeah. been beautiful. Like in the <clears throat> X-Files, she's beautiful. But something about her, that hardening that happens to faces as they age really worked in her favor. Like oh, she yeah. looks so like, I love the way her face looks now, how it's aged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I finished uh, the second uh, set of Harry and Megan. Episodes. Oh, yes. oh my God. Yeah. So I, I am firmly team Harry and team Megan. Oh yeah. Very much. And I felt like there was a lot that I kind of identified, uh, with her in terms of what she said about being biracial and, and her own experience with race. Um, I just, I, I felt that there's not a lot of, uh, media out there that talks about that. And so I thought that that was really interesting. And, um, yeah, I have a huge crush on Harry now mm-hmm, in my of head. Of course. <laughs> I am convinced that somehow if I had met him first, that it would have been me and him. But, you know. Say lovey, I suppose. I know. I guess. I, it's fine. Uh, you know, he's a, a Virgo with Capricorn rising. And I was like, oh, Ooh, all that earth. A lot yeah. of earth vibes. Yeah. Yep. Did you yep. verify his rising? Yes. Oh, yes, you're did. like, I sure did. <laughs> She's like, no, no, of course I already. I double, triple checked. Yeah. I, um, that's so funny because I, I actually love Virgos. Virgos are Me a too. good fucking time. Oh, dude. I fucking love Party. Virgos and they get a lot mm. of shit. I feel like Virgos get shit all the time, but like, I think that they're so much like I need Virgos in my life to keep my yeah. life running smoothly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They're very like on top of their shit. I just feel yeah. like we would be like a true power couple. Oh, absolute power couple. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You guys would actually, you guys would be, you'd be kicked them out of the castle. Yes. You guys would have been, you're like, oh, I'm sorry. So It would have been some Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I watched something that Christina specifically, I think you need to watch if you have not yet. Okay. And that is Call Me Cleo. Oh my God. I, I want to so watch that. I'm so excited to watch that. So bad. I used it to is... want to call Miss Cleo so the way. You never bad. did? I called I her never once. Did. <gasps> Stop it. I did. No, I mean, it he was not did. exciting because, like, you had to be over 18 to call. And I was not. Right. Like, I was like a legit <laughs> child. And I tried <laughs> to like, do that no. thing where I'm like, they're like, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 18. And they're like, you are not 18. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, money. get off the phone you know? before you get in trouble. Yeah, I had <laughs> not gone through puberty yet at all. Uh, and they were like, we do not believe you. <laughs> Get off the phone. <laughs> the way they had so many callers like that, I am certain. <laughs> but it was, I, first of all, a documentary. It's about something like we are so, call me now. That kind of, and yeah. the oh. patois that she puts on, it it, go, it covers everything. It's fascinating. And oh, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. It, it is I can't on wait my to talk to you about it. I want to watch it too. I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. It is very very interesting oh Uh. good oh well if you guys have something that we should watch or if you got terrible date stories you want to share with us go to our one-stop shop of a website it's myworstdatepodcast.com and we love you so much cheers this is a glass box media podcast